Guten Er Shabbos Parshas Nitzavim. Parshas Nitzavim, we're reading before Shona, and there's a remez by the tzaddikim is Atem Nitzavim Hayom. Whenever you see the word Hayom, there's always a remez to Rosh Hashanah in there. And the idea of Nitzavim, the it could be if the terminology is to imply you're standing. Says Atem Omdim Hayom. Why is it Nitzavim? We see that the um, the term Nitzavim is kind of when somebody's ready to attend and to serve. That is the concept of Nitzavim, is that we're ready. We're on, on duty, on call. And, you know, like somebody, like a butler, Lahabdil, excuse me, is waiting for the beck and the call of, the, uh, of his master to do what's needed. That's what our approach should be on Rosh Hashanah. That we're there, here to do what a Baruch Hu wants for, from us, and uh, t- that's why we read about the Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah. That's one remez. Another remez is that um, it says in the parsha. First of all, there's an idea that uh, is important that we said that there's usually before every Rosh Chodesh, the Shabbos that precedes it, we have something known as Shabbos Mavarchim. But before Rosh Hashanah, there's no Shabbos Mavarchim. The question is, why is there no Shabbos Mavarchim? So, many different people have an explanation. I'll give you the simplest explanation that I think I may have some understanding is, is that because Rosh Hashanah is a new lease on life, so whatever happens from Rosh Hashanah and onwards isn't determined from beforehand. It's determined from Rosh Hashanah. Henceforth, that the Shabbos that precedes it, we can't affect anything for the Rosh Hashanah, of course we could make ourselves prepared for Rosh Hashanah and therefore that makes a lot of sense. So some people say the Shabbos beforehand, we don't do Shabbos Mavarchim, but a person should obviously be preparing himself. Some of the big tzaddikim and the Mekubalim say that there is a concept of Shabbos Mavarchim, but who's Mavarch Rosh Chodesh Tishrei or Rosh Hashanah? It's Akash Baruch Hu. Akash Baruch Hu is the one that's Mavarch the Chodesh of Tishrei because he, obviously, is not bound by time. So for him, Hayom is not only Rosh Hashanah, but every, every moment. So the Shabbos that precedes it, in order for us to relate to it, that he also imbues within that Shabbos the ability to affect Rosh Hashanah as well, even though Rosh Hashanah is the new lease on life. But from his perspective, it's all simultaneous. And therefore, we see some hints in the Parsha about the mitzvah of the day, which is tshuva. He says, This mitzvah I'm commanding you today is not beyond you, not above and beyond you. Now, there's a machlokas amongst the Mephorshim, which mitzvah this is. Some people say it's the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, other people say it's the mitzvah of tshuva. I think the, most people agree that the, the pshat is in tshuva, and um, we'll go with that approach. A lot of times a person feels that there's no way, no way I could change. Like, you know, when a person shoots an arrow, and it's a little bit off down below, miles and miles away, if, if you can get an arrow to shoot it miles away, but let's say a rocket, miles away, is too late to get it back on course on time. So, Kodesh Baruch Hu, though, tells us, you know what? It doesn't matter. You've got to do something now. 
And you got to do whatever you can, whatever little things you could do. Because Baruch knows how to utilize it. And he could manifest that even though, theoretically, if you would have moved a little bit down here in this world, or when, before you released it, you would have aimed you know, properly right there, then you wouldn't have any problems. But now that it's 10 miles away, if I just adjust my sights, you know, a, a few angstrom or uh, millimeters, centimeters, whatever it is, that's not going to make the difference now. But in Koshboru's world, that there's no past, present, or future, he's able to reconnect with our little motion here. He's able to schlep that thing back on target. And uh, so therefore he says, Who can go up to the heavens and bring it for us? And uh, It's not out of our reach. Because even though we think it's out of our reach, like an arrow that's shot, there's no string attached that you could pull it back on course. It's out of our control now. But because the real essence of tshuva is really close to you. In your mouth and in your heart. What's the connection between the mouth and the heart? The mouth is the way you express that which is inside. So sometimes a person, like, with an expression, could give an expression... Or, so sorry, like without saying it, just give expression. You know, sometimes you have what they call these emojis that supposed to express emotions. I guess I don't know what the G means, but you know, like oh, like you know, please, like you know, just like a little motion that implies something. But it's not enough to have the internal thought of of regret and remorse. It has to be expressed. And it's within our heart and our mouth to do tshuva. And therefore, one of the things in order to do tshuva is you have to say, I'm sorry. Now, of course, you know, when all uh, parents, like, uh, I shouldn't say all this, so many parents have this experience where they're trying to give muster to their kids and their kids are acting chutzpahdik and one kid hits the other kid and the parent says, say you're sorry. Now, just saying you're sorry does nothing, right? You have to, like, say, feel sorry. No, I don't feel sorry. So like, what do you do? Feel sorry and say sorry. Okay. If, when you feel sorry, then you'll say sorry. might never happen. I'm not giving parenting advice. I'm giving advice on how to connect to how to do tshuva. The way to do tshuva is sometimes to say, chatasi, I've sinned. And I know that sometimes when a person hurts somebody else's feelings, and if they were to say, I'm sorry, I messed up, it means so much more than they say, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry you took it the wrong way. I'm sorry you were pained by what I said, but I had no intention to hurt you. Okay, maybe it's true. Maybe you had no intention. But the, the icker is, is that sometimes we have to just say, I'm sorry, you know, I, I don't like the term "my bad," right? But say I really feel I'm so sorry that I, I was the cause of your pain. Doesn't mean that I'm guilty. Doesn't mean I did it on purpose. 
by Msai, I was the cause of your pain. Okay, that's something that I, I feel bad that I was used as a shliach to bring pain to another yid. Um, one of the tzaddikim in the previous generation, um, there was a whole story. I actually I have to remember who, this, who the story was about. But somebody uh, was able to be poil for Kali unbelievable things. And they asked him, like, how did you have the schus that your tefillahs and your, you're able to poil for Kali such great, great things? So he says, you know what? Because in, from my t- the time I was bar mitzvah or from the time I was of age to be in control, I never caused another Jew tzai. I made sure that never to cause anybody pain. And um, I know Rav Gamliel, his father, of Lady um, Hakoyan Rabinovich, who is Baal Madani Ashulchan, he wrote the Sefer Madani Ashulchan, he, Rav Gamliel told me that when they were, when he was getting very sick and, you know, the end was kind of imminent, they asked him, Tati, you know, is there, is there things that need to be taken care of and what do we have to do? We have to ask Mechila for anybody, or this, that, and the other. And he thought, and he thought, and he thought, and he says, no, I, there's nobody that I have a cheshman with. I, I, I never hurt anybody. That's a huge statement. So one of the things is that uh, we have this opportunity this Shabbos to kind of get our heads on, on straight and learn how to use our mouth and learn how to use our heart and have them hopefully work together. And it's not beyond us. It's not impossible. It's not too late or too far away that to uh, schlep it back. Because Baruch who knows how to do it. And the famous story that somebody came to the, the Vilna Gon and said that they did, they spoke Lashon Hara, what, what could they do to do tshuva? So the Vilna Gon says, oh, go into town on a windy day and rip open a feather pillow and throw it up into the sky. Yeah, and then what, Rebbe? And says, and then gather up all the feathers. And the guy said, that, Rebbe, that's impossible. The wind is going to take it everywhere. There's no way if we could ever get it back. So the Lugan says, that, well, that's the effect of Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara does that too. You say something negative, and who knows where it goes. There's no way you could get back all those things that were taken out. But if a person does tshuva miyava, a person who understands how much Hashem loves him and wants him to do tshuva, then of course, Baruch who says, don't worry, you do what you could do. Try to find as many people that maybe you have hurt and and ask forgiveness from ask forgiveness from Kosh Baruch Hu. And I'll worry about the rest. Kosh Baruch Hu should bless us. We should be prepared for Rosh Hashanah. I think of Michael Peterman, I don't remember who he quoted, but he says that even though all year round that tsa'aka screaming is yaffa, is good for gzeras. In other words, if there's a gzera, if you scream, Hashem, and you scream, Hashem, please don't do this, or please do this, whatever it is that's needed, it's yaffa, it could have a great effect. There's no guarantee. But I think it's, I think it's a tour, I'm not sure. It says, but the tefillah between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, on Rosh Hashanah until Yom, the end of Yom Kippur, even if you, you, you know, just a, your own tefillah, 
It's not necessarily the Shmonasri, but everything you ask for is moil, definitely benefits. It's not just it's nice thing, it helps. It will cause a good effect. Because Baruch Hu should bless us all to utilize this opportunity to daven. There's some time where we're programming our brain how we want the year to be. We're programming how we want our life to be. Our entire life is going to depend on this coming year. As every year in our life was dependent on the Rosh Hashanah that preceded that. Hashem should bless us that we should manage, make the best out of it. Bez Hashem, Hashem will bless us, each and every one with the Ksiva, the Kasima Teva, Lechaim, Togm, Lashalom, with the health and happiness and Hatzlacha and Panasa and Nachas for the children. And for those that don't have children, bless you that you should be zochut to have children, and those who are not married should be zochut to find their partner. Hashem will be clear and Hashem be easy to make the transition to marriage and Hashem your home should be filled with love and Hatzlacha and Baruch HaBachom. I say they have a Ksiva, a Ksiva, a Ksiva, a Ksiva.